When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. The Tom Bernard Morning Show. Streamed every morning on the Tom Bernard Show app and anytime on demand wherever you get your podcasts. We are back. The Tom Bernard Morning Show podcast. Kristen Burt, how the heck are you? Good morning. Hi, Don. Hi, AJ. Good to see you. Hi, Kristen. How are you? Doing good. I was listening to you guys ahead and all of your milita- military stories. I've got none. I've got zero. Did we bore you? Was it really boring? You know what? I find it fascinating, to be honest, because I have a very large family. My mom's one of six. We have zero military. Oh, talking wow. Talking about aunts, uncles, cousins. I mean, we're talking about my first cousins, my second cousins, nobody. So when I hear military stories, I find it fascinating because it's so foreign to me. And it, I have a greater appreciation when I hear stories because I know how challenging the elements can be not and how everyone works. No, no, Kristen, I have a question. Uh, the uh, extended family of yours, uh, are these people, would you describe these people as tweeners? That's the people who didn't have to be drafted. They had other things going on. Uh, there wasn't a big need of the people in service. Uh, there were people, no legacy happening in that uh, family. This guy was a Marine, so this woman's going to be a Marine. Um, or they were too old, or they were too young, uh, or, or were they just like cowards? <laughs> <laughs> we all pause. Answer us right now, Kristen. I actually have a pretty wild answer to this. My okay. father hits the perfect Vietnam era demographic. Gotcha. And he, it's, he's uh, three boys in his family. Uh, the oldest one um, was rejected from the military. He was drafted. Check. Rejected completely because he had, let me make sure I get this right, he had asthma. Okay. The middle brother had a heart murmur. Check. Ready for my father? Because you're going to die when I give you the reason why he was rejected. He ate a bar of soap and his albumin was too high. Flat feet. Flat feet. I knew. I was like, I thought you were going to say flat feet for the brothers. Flat feet. And by the way, my dad was a marathon runner. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, there goes the All three flat of them feet. avoided uh, the military for that reason. They were all drafted, though. Oh, gotcha. Yep. Well, good. Yeah. Well, they I got mean, excuses. For my grandmother, there was no worries, obviously. I mean, that was probably, probably a big relief for her. But Oh, sure. Yeah, but you know, now I was like, flat feet would not get you. No, <laughs> they'll take anybody right now. Um, yeah, 
They're yeah, even trying to recruit Chris Eggert as well. They'll take <laughs> anyone. Yeah, they put orthotics in. It used to be just uh, you got whatever boot was issued you, whatever brogan was issued you. Yeah. But now they go, oh, no, Fluffy can handle it. Here, yeah. there's the orthotic that we're putting in. Yeah, my dad was a decent athlete, like a runner, a tennis player, golfer. There was no issue with any of his <laughs> physical. He didn't explain <laughs> that to the doc, though. That's right. He didn't say, no, the flat feet, no problem. I can do all these other things. Well. He didn't offer that? He did not. Okay, he coward. Instead, coward is he what I'm saying. College <laughs> and then got his Admit your father was a coward in front of everybody. That's okay. <laughs> My dad can handle it. He wound up just. He wound up in school. You know, he wound up doing his bachelor's and master's uh, in instead. His yeah. dad was a professor, so. Did he? Did he uh, get his degree in? <laughs> You're gonna say the what you? Oh, no. and how to avoid the draft? <laughs> <laughs> no, that, it was a minor. Okay? I got it. That was minor in how yeah. to draw, uh, avoid the draft. Okay. Yeah. So, but that's what I find fascinating. So it was never a big discussion in my household. So now when I get to hear stories, I I always have like lots of questions, and I think it's really interesting. Yeah, it's a whole other world. Even when you're talking about all this medical stuff, you're like bringing me back to they make you go in your underwear and bra and do a duck walk, which is like a full squat and then walking forward to see if your foot heel to toe can hit. It was so funny because like a lot of us weren't coordinated enough, but our bodies were fine. So it's like, I keep failing the duck walk. And you're like, <laughs> you made it through all the medical stuff, but you can't, like, cause it's hard. It's you really just hard. fall over. You just fall yeah. over and lay there and go, leave me. <laughs> it's like a yeah. turtle. Yeah, yeah. right. <laughs> I so, could probably do the duck walk, but I probably couldn't do the rest. <laughs> I, I feel like, you yeah, you could probably do a lot. I mean, the funny thing is, is you could probably, you there's a, a need for all of it, but, you know, especially like small people, we, when we'd have to do fake mass casualties, I would always try to grab a small victim because I don't want to have to carry a big oh, guy. Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> so, like, I'd yes. pick you, Kristen, every time. She's bleeding <laughs> out. I better like... take her to this bush over here. <laughs> this is a fake scenario. I don't want you to ever have any sort of harm. <laughs> No, that's why I travel with pepper spray wherever I go. Sure. When you're small, it is too easy to be picked up and carried. That's why I always carry a, a quart of milk uh, with me because I'm always afraid somebody's going to pepper spray me. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, oh, you were, you were, I was talking as a terror. You just pour that in your eyes and then you're, you get, like, you're back to business. Oh, my God. Now we're giving tips on how to attack people. Like, I cannot. This is like That's the weirdest, weirdest demographic for a show of all time. I love it. He's, she's like, already, this is I'm what I do for attackers. And he's like, this is the counter attack I do. I'm 5'3". Give me a chance, Yes. Don. The okay. nice thing, though, Kristen, is it's a pretty dead giveaway about who, you know, like if you see him coming down the street with his <laughs> quart of milk, I think you could get out of the scene pretty quickly. So I'm spraying and kicking before right? the milk reaches me. And also, like, stabbing at the milk, you know, add that to the mix. <laughs> Get Open that the eyes. I, I got it. I love it. Jam I... in the nose. <laughs> hey, you know what I've been doing? I've been binging recently uh, on two things. I've caught up, uh, and they're going into 2023, but Dark Winds, Reservation Dogs, and uh, I think it's 
uh, only murders in the building. Only yeah. In the building. Yeah. I think season three, I don't know if you've gotten there yet, but I think it's their finest season, to be honest. Yeah. Good. That's great to hear because I think the first two seasons drug on a little bit too much. Like, really? Once you got midway through, you're like, all right, this is the same thing. Rinse, repeat. We're just trying to get to the finale here for something to like actually happen. The right. timing it's of the writing. The timing of the writing and where the laughs occur. Yes. Uh, and and always 90% of the time giving it to Martin Short, giving that line. Mm-hmm. But there's one that I, uh, the line that I know he's going into that I love because I'm such a bullshit artist in my real life, uh, as well as my professional life. Yeah, shocking. Uh, I, and so when anything happens, and he goes, interesting story. And, <laughs> and he tells some piece of bullshit, and you go, I love this guy. I, I, want, I want to be this guy's friend. Uh, just to be able to put it in his face from time to time. And it feels very like that's their, you know, real personalities, yeah. which you love, yeah. right? Like, I mean, that's just like such a fun part as you go, this is the real person they wrote real for. And they added um, for season three, Paul Rudd and Meryl Streep. Yes, yeah. absolutely. I, and I Meryl both- Streep is remarkable. Somebody's got to say that this is, uh, and it's never been said before, but this is the the Best actress in America. <laughs> oh, what? You're going out on a real limb here. No, you going... an Oscar, Don. I mean, maybe she'll win one or two. Controversial <laughs> stuff happening here on the Tom Bernard hot Morning Scalding Show. Hot do like takes. a segment. Don's hot takes. Yeah, hot takes. Kristen's dad's a coward, and Meryl Streep, that bitch can act. <laughs> I'm going to get a phone call later from my dad. He'll be like, who is this Don Shelby guy? <laughs> Professional bullshitter is what he is. My dad is very formal, so he'll be like, "Um, what is he about and what do I need to know? (laughs) What is his address and how can I get to it? Yeah, right. Yes. Or send just a nice letter. I would like to send a cease and desist letter. (laughs) Dearest Don, please quit calling me a coward to my daughter. I hope this found you well. Found you well. My dad was the type, like, I'd be up in seventh grade, like, you know, middle school, like 6 a.m. getting ready for school. And he'd be like, what do you want to do for the rest of your life? I'm like, dude, I just want to, like, go to middle school and make it through the day. <laughs> I want to find my cherry chapstick I lost yesterday and attend Hopefully class. Hopefully not feeling awkward because I look really awkward with a mouthful of braces. Yeah. But thanks for asking me that. <laughs> I would always try to do with the kid. The I nannied. Um, uh, they were te- three teenagers, and I'd always try to have those talks with them. And they're like, "Brittany, stop! Can we just listen to Lady Gaga?" And I'd be like, "Fine," <laughs> but I'd always be like, "What? What?" what are your goals in life? Like, what do you want your legacy to be? And they're like, I want to go to Taco Bell really bad. Yeah. <laughs> and I'd go, I feel you. But I don't know why. Every time I like would be like, this is, we're going to have a really meaningful conversation. And they'd always be like, no, that's not going to happen. I'd My say, dad no. was the kind of person who, if uh, he lived uh, 2,000 years ago, would have been uh, basically Aristotle or Socrates. Because he never told me anything. He only asked questions. Uh, But not the kind of questions like, what are you going to be when you grow up? Yeah. He would say, I'd say, Daddy, that thing happened in school and and I'm supposed to do this. I don't know what to do. Tell me what to do. And he'd go, what do you think you should do? I go, 
son of a bitch. I right, you're not <laughs> useful. <laughs> and and then he would walk me through, and I would go down something that I was going to do, and he'd say, "But what if somebody finds out you did that?" And you go, "Oh, and then you go back to start." And yeah, yeah, yeah. And and he would just. He's like let, a, ask you questions and let you solve your problem. It's like a choose your own adventure book, yes. but it's your life. Yes. And it explains so much of who you are as yeah. a person that that is who raised you. Yeah. So everything, um, I was raised by Socrates. Yeah. Yes. So I got the but Socratic Don, method. Got critical thinking skills, yes. which I think are severely lacking in 2023. Oh, my God. It's Are you like kidding? Bananas when there's no critical thinking going on. I am working so hard on a sentence that kind of taps into that uh, with my therapist. Instead of being like attacking everyone who watches GoGo about like what they did, his my sentence is, "How did that work out?" So if my Justin's like, "Yeah, I didn't give her a bottle before bed," and da, 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 and I part of me wants to go, "You idiot! Why wouldn't you give her a bottle? She's gonna wake up at 4 a.m." So I stop myself and now I go, "And how did that work out?" Mm-hmm. And it is a very useful phrase to get people to admit that their idea is bad without me being the villain. Yeah. And how did that work out? Or, or you could say, in a non-threatening, non-accusatory way, well, tell me what you were thinking. Yeah. That's and they go, oh, 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 I, <laughs> well, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Uh, I wasn't thinking. I just like threw the bottle at her. I do think with my voice and face, what were you thinking is not going to come off the same. Yeah. Like what you were you nice, thinking? Exactly. And like yeah. it's just also something I have said to my husband. <laughs> what in God's name were you <laughs> thinking, <laughs> son? And she's like a slap. Um, so yeah, I I have found that. I have to have these phrases that are absolutely kitten mittens. Yeah. But yeah. I, in the long run, do get to win and be the smart one. Of course. But without having to be the absolute. Because you're therapy. What? You're, you're you therapy. <laughs> what were you thinking? It's not going to work for me, Doc. <laughs> How dare right. you? Kristen, it, the, uh, I was surprised, not only at her comedy chops, and we're talking about Meryl Streep here, that uh, she also, in uh, season three, uh, sings like a bird, sings, and I didn't know that. I, uh, did, of course, what talent doesn't she have? But, but I had not seen that really uh, in in that kind of performance. She also sings in Mamma Mia. Mamma Mia, yeah. In that. yeah. And I don't know if people remember this because this is going back to the '80s. Silkwood. She yes, sings at the end of the right. movie, and it is so haunting. I believe it's Amazing Grace, and it is haunting. Yes. Absolutely haunting. Yeah. So she is just someone who is multi-talented. If she wanted to go and do a Broadway musical, she could. Oh, easy. Which she yeah. uh, auditioned in uh, season three. So she, this uh, sort of dowdy uh, woman to, taking a small part, and uh, she asked to audition uh, for Martin Short. And uh, she has maybe a 12-line piece. And, and I... I know that I'm supposed to be uh, stunned because it was set up that she is much better than people think she is. But I fell out with her delivery of the lines that she was, I went, this is an amazing piece of acting. And, no, and then she gets hired for the part. 
<clears throat> but I just thought, oh, this, this is a comedy, but she is so on with this thing. It's amazing. She's, we'll never see anyone else like her. We're just not. Someone who can seamlessly transition between comedy, drama. I mean, if you look at what she does in like Devil Wears Prada versus what she's doing in Only Murders in the Building versus what she's doing in Silkwood or Sophie's Choice or Out of Africa. Right. Always good. Yeah. It's amazing. It really is amazing. Does Tina Fey have anything to do with the production of this piece or any of the writing or only as an actor? Only as an actor, as, wow. I, as far as I know. Wow. Yeah. Wonderful. Well, this is one of those shows that I keep, it's, in, uh, it's on my like, list, but I have to like, commit a bunch to Hulu, and then I'll transfer and get it. But like, everyone talks about this show. Yeah, and Selena Gomez is terrific. I was just about to say Absolutely that. terrific. That's great. Yeah. A wonderful surprise, because you have to realize... A lot of us have known her as a Disney Channel kid growing yeah. up Wizards of Waverly Place, or even going further back to Barney, because that's where she started. But remember, she was she shitty in Barney, though. I just want to clarify. Hated her performance. Honestly, she was five, and she was the worst. Oh, she did not. She, I did not think that that was believable. That she wanted to. Uh, that she loved me, and I loved her. <laughs> who who thought a purple dinosaur actually existed? Um, that idiot. But he, here's the thing. She's holding <laughs> her own against two comedy giants, which I think is amazing. It is yes. amazing. Yes, and, and uh, holds her own. And the other thing, and uh, my wife helped uh, me walk through this, that she's been sick and had the transplant and yeah. using anti-rejection drugs and uh, had, was on the edge of death at one point, came back strong. Um and you see, you see uh, the effects of the medicine from time to time, from uh, season to season, sometimes episode to episode, uh, uh, depending on when it was uh, done. But uh, major props to her for getting back on the horse. Yeah, for anyone who doesn't know, she has lupus and she had a kidney transplant. So just looping everyone in on, on, on Selena Gomez's health battles. But she really is incredible. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right, Kristen, anything that we need to know today going on? Ooh, on there's your side? a lot going on. Uh, are you guys, I'll, I'll start off with this. Are you guys a charter spectrum cable area? Uh, what do you guys have? No, not, I don't think not so. spectrum. Yeah. Um, well, Charter and Spectrum are now one company, yeah. so we're Spectrum out here on the West Coast, but they're, um, I don't know if you've been seeing the news, they have a huge battle with Disney going on. I'm like, who's not battling Disney these days? I know. Disney's like all fronts are yeah, just on fire. Yeah, and I'm just throwing this out to everyone because how this battle ends up is going to change the face of the industry, and it'll change the face of the cable industry. Um, so what's happening is the carriage fees are up. So they're renegotiating, you know, Disney wants X amount of money from Charter Spectrum to carry their cable channels. And Charter Spectrum is saying, well, some of your cable channels, probably things like, you know, Nat Geo and some of like FX, some of the smaller channels aren't getting the same viewership. We want to pay less for them. Um, obviously ESPN and ABC and, and Disney Channel are the, are the bigger channels in that sort of bundle. And what they're saying is Charter's like, we'll make a deal for you. If you want us to carry like FX and some of these smaller second tier type of channels, you are going to give our customers Disney Plus for free. Ooh. They want to bundle in streaming. 
Disney is saying, no way. And if that's what you're going to do, we're going to take all of your customers. We're going to send them to Hulu Live, YouTube Live, any of the other sort of packages. And we're no longer going to broadcast with you. Dang. And we're right in the middle. And I just think everyone needs to know, like, we're right in the middle of football season. So Monday Night Football is very important. Um, obviously, anyone who watches ABC and, and wants their, whether it's their local news or the ABC TV shows, they're losing out on that because the blackouts already happened. And if Charter doesn't and Spectrum don't get this deal, they're going to start edging out of doing the cable business altogether and start focusing in on phones and Internet and that's going to be a really big deal because they wow. have already seen a lot of people cancel because people suddenly don't have ESPN and can't watch their football games. <clears throat> wow. Yeah, that seems like a um, like one of those things where you go, it, would that deal go down? Like, I mean, it's rare you go, Disney needs to bend a knee, but Disney might need to bend a knee. Like, it's going to be a billion dollar it's like 1.5 to about 2.3 billion dollar issue for either side. Yeah. And that's huge. So we're going to see how this battle plays out, but I will tell you if Disney just says, "Hey, we're not going to broadcast on Char Charter Spectrum anymore and we're going to send everyone to other networks and and we'll get money there." Disney will win in the end because yeah. then they're sending people to all of their properties. Yeah. Charter Spectrum will lose out on this. Um, but it has everybody else paying attention because you've got, you know, David Zasloff, who's the head of Warner Brothers, which owns HBO and Max. And they're saying, we're going to start bundling things, too. We're going to start doing this. We're watching this battle very carefully, and it's going to affect all of us. Uh, word on the street is Max might go back to being called HBO because everyone <laughs> hates it so much. And I know that's like a stupid issue to care about. But my mouth doesn't say Max. Like, it won't. It's a branding issue, and I think that's what it is. Like, it's it's fine to call it HBO Max. It really is. Yeah. And it, that way you at least know that it's aligned with HBO, the, the cable channel. Well, like I H don't know why they did it. Yeah, and HBO is, like, pristine in my mind. Mm -hmm. Like, people who had HBO when I was in, you know, college or high school, they you were bajillionaires. And so, like, that brand to me is, like, Max is where you go watch soft porn. <laughs> so, Cinemax. Yes. Cinemax, you guys. And so, like, I don't know why we're pretending like Max and HBO are equals and we can just call it match. Like, Max, I'm, I'm not going to go to watch Sex in the City on Max. Well, and the problem with Max, too, is that they dumped everything from Discovery on there. So now I turn on my Max channel and yeah. I open the app and I'm like, I don't want to see all of these home renovation shows. There's nothing wrong no. with them, but it's just, it's all there up in my algorithm. Quit trying to make them. fetch happen, Max. I don't want to watch this. I That's... don't want to watch Joanna Gaines. I don't ever want to watch Joanna Gaines do anything. Just, I want to watch I Winning I hate Time Chip and that's it. Please stop. They are the most <laughs> vanilla people in the world. I don't want to watch them do anything. Like... <laughs> They're Ever. the ones that make the modern farmhouse. Like, that is all that people have right now when they knock down a house in L.A. They're building modern farmhouses. And I'm like, with a bunch of shiplap. And I'm like, it is awful. Oh, you went with white walls and a gray floor? You're so quirky. Mm. This restored farm door that's like a thousand pounds to slide. <laughs> yes. Enjoy your beige life, everyone. Before <laughs> you go, uh, Kristen, I have a, a question uh, somewhat loaded. Mm -hmm. um, Minx. The, uh, the show M-I-N-X. Um, <clears throat> I'm fascinated by this show. And it's not because of the giant schlongs 
that are paraded across the Yeah, but it's uh, not street. not. Like, it, it, do, it no, doesn't I, take I, our I, ad. That's right. It's, <laughs> not, not. it's not not. It's not not. It is not because, but it's not not. That's right. <clears throat> However, I, this is a conversation my wife and I had uh, three days ago. You got to watch Minx, Barbara, because she loves it's so giant schlongs. Of course she does. She loves seeing giant schlongs. Now, now the reason I'm interested, yeah. besides the sexual part. Yeah. Is, <laughs> of course. A number one. <laughs> Excuse me. A two. Is because uh, I started out in the uh, business of, of show business as a theatrical makeup artist and do prosthetics. I have a prosthetic lab at my house where I can make things, including... <laughs> big ding-dongs. Big ding-dongs. What I could, are you? I haven't yet done that, but my question is, having seen certain movies that do display people with uh, ding-dongs of a uh, exaggerated size, yeah. um, I'm wondering whether these outsized things that I'm seeing are actually prosthetic pieces or au naturel. Yeah, Kristen, get to the bottom of this. Hard-hitting right journalism. Yeah. Yes, thank you. I actually, I'm with you because first off, Minx is hilarious. Yeah. Don't let the giant dong scare Why you away. And in life in general, don't let a giant what? giant dog. <laughs> what is the song? Because you're making it sound like it should be on Max with like three X's. Oh, it's, yes. It's I think. Well, is it HBO? Is that one Minx? Or it might be Netflix. I think we lost uh, Kristen. Oh, did we lose her audio? I believe, yes, I believe we did. Um, check the is the board everything. Okay, we'll put a pin in the giant yeah. dong. Yeah, we have her thing. tomorrow too because like I think she really needs to do some dong research. Yeah. Um, do you have a burner phone you can use to search the web? <laughs> um, she's like, <laughs> um, I definitely think. Uh, well, the main uh, thing about the main. She back? I think we got her back now. Okay. Can you hear us, Kristen? She cannot. Um, the thing about the Minx is it's. Uh, What's it, Jack Johnson, or who's the guy, the character in Jake it? Jake Johnson? Jake Johnson. Is that the guy from New Girl? Yes. He's hilarious. Mm. And yes. the female lead is amazing. Yes. They all play their characters well. The writing is hilarious. It's, it does that one of those things where it not everything always applies to the plot going on, but it's just such fun conversations yes. that they put it in anyways. I implore you to, uh, implore you to watch another show called Killing It. Killing It. Killing It on Peacock. It's... The same kind of writing that's just f such funny writing. And the plot feels ridiculous, but the conversations they have are very real. Like, killing it on Peacock. I already told Kristen about it yesterday, and it's Good. been hilarious. Good. Um, Kristen, you can't hear me at all, but we're going to talk to you tomorrow. We're going to talk to you tomorrow, Kristen, and I'll, set, I'll send Kristen a follow-up email to do some dong research. How about that? Absolutely. A.K.A. God's work, some would say. It is. <laughs> We'll be back here on the Tom Bernard Podcast. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. Listen live at TomBernardShow.com or on the Tom Bernard Show app.
I'm sure glad the miserable heat dome is now behind us, I'll tell you that. Fall may be just the best part of summer. Along with the cooler, shorter fall days, it's one of the best times in Minnesota for landscape plantings. ProTurf did my landscape this spring. Rick had some great ideas for my yard, and they can do the same for yours. A good fall established planting is much more likely to survive a summer drought the following year. A ProTurf certified landscape designer can help you design a landscape that not only looks nice, but will also increase the value of your home. Fall is not only a great time to plant, but also a great time for hardscape patios, walkways, and retaining walls. ProTurf is a Minnesota original, family-owned business since 1982. If the weeds in your lawn are out of control, fall is the best time to get a head start for next year. Let them put together a three- to five-step program that is safe, effective, and guarantees results. If you want the best landscape on the block, ProTurf is ready to give you your free landscape or lawn estimate and analysis. Visit ProfessionalTurf.com and click Estimates for lawn care landscaping or schedule an irrigation service visit. I can't believe how much it costs for gas now. I never pay full price. I just use the free Upside app and I get cash back for every gallon of gas I buy. You actually get paid real cash when you buy gas with the Upside app? I earn back up to 25 cents a gallon every time I buy gas. I've made over $300 already. Download the free Upside app to earn real cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code MORE18 for an extra 25 cents per gallon cash back in your first fill-up. That's code MORE18. Cash back's not available in gas in New Jersey and Wisconsin. This is Tom Bernard for Niemeyer Trailer Sales. They've been a part of Minnesota since 1965, and their name says it all. They are family. If you want to take your passion on the road and make memories camping wherever you want, no motors, but pull trailer RVs, go to Niemeyer Trailer Sales. True story. The very best brands live at Niemeyer's. Like the latest from Rockwood by Forest River, number one in their class, whether you want a tent trailer, expandable, travel trailer, or a fifth wheel, Niemeyer Trailer Sales has it all. Plus, they deliver on the forgotten art of customer service with personable employees, often sons and daughters of the third-generation family-owned business who simply do what they say they will do every time. Come explore their huge selection and consult with RV service pros. You will leave satisfied no matter what you are looking for. The Niemeyer family welcomes you to visit both of their locations in Albertville and Elko New Market before your next vacation. Head to N-I-E-M-E-Y-E-R-S dot com and put your passion on the road. Niemeyer Trailer Sales. Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well, trying to find a needle in a haystack, but not with ZipRecruiter. It's powerful technology actively finds and invites qualified candidates to apply to your job. So while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, ZipRecruiter finds you the needle in the haystack. See why four out of five employers who post a job on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash free. Tom Bernard here. Are you ready for some throttle therapy? Cruise the water in luxury on brand new Bennington pontoon from the Power Lodge, of course. Enjoy sunset from the water. That's one of the things I used to love so much. Entertain the kids and float on the lakes all summer long. It all starts at the Lodge, the Twin Cities' newest Bennington dealer, the Power Lodge with locations in Brainerd, Onamia, Ramsey, and Miller Marine of St. Cloud, of course. Hundreds of pontoons in stock across all Power Lodge locations. Your summer fun begins at Brainerd's newest Bennington dealer, the Power Lodge. You've heard it before. Brittany 
wants to be a Klingon if we buy a pontoon. I am going to buy a pontoon. I will tell you the easiest way to have a bunch of old friends come out of the woodwork is to own a pickup truck or a pontoon. I became way more popular with my friends and family when I owned a pontoon. Enjoy the best days of summer on your favorite lake and a brand new Bennington pontoon from the Twin Cities' newest Bennington dealer, the Power Lodge in Ramsey. Millerine in St. Cloud is the largest Bennington dealer in the entire world. Throttle therapy on land and water, powerlodge.com and millermarine.com. And please do tell them that Tommy sent you. You need to know a guy for your auto repairs, legal issues, banking, and more. The same goes for investment advice. You need a guy to help you be successful, someone you can trust who gets results. Well, I got a guy for you. Josh Arnold. Josh gives you straight talk, not sugar-coated advice about your financial situation. Josh has seen it all when it comes to economic and market conditions, and Josh can make sure that your retirement objectives match your investments. Do yourself a favor and call Josh now for a no-obligation, 48-minute evaluation. You've got nothing to lose, and you'll get a different point of view for your investments. Call Josh at 952-925-5608. That is 952-925-5608. You'll be glad that you did. And tell him his his guy, Tom, sent you. Investment services offered by Josh Arnold Investment Consultant, LLC, a security investment advisor. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments involve risk. All comments and opinions are Josh Arnold's and do not constitute investment advice. Tom Bernard is a paid endorser. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. Yeah, baby. Uh, Tom Bernard Morning Show. Sorry, that's my best Tom. I'm not, you think at this point I'd have a better impression of him? <laughs> yeah, yeah, baby. baby. <laughs> You're a goddamn disaster. (laughs) Speaking of, news is brought to you by Mr. Money Talk, Josh Arnold. Call Josh for your free 48-minute financial evaluation. How the heck are you, Chris? Well, what's up? What's up? Hi, Chris. Don Shelby. How are you? Great. Good to see you. Good to see you again. back from the fair. Congratulations. Yeah, you know, it was a long 12 days, but knowing I got to see you every weekday morning made it that much easier. Nice. You know, you were one of the most pleasant parts of the fair, AJ, and I'm not even lying. So there you go. There we go. AJ is delightful. You guys both really need to step up. You and, uh, yeah, you and Dodd, because he's so delightful. We've got, Don already called Amy a bitch today. (laughs) And Chris, I don't know what you're bringing to the game, but AJ is sunshine. He's not denying it. Now, see, Chris is still on the air, so he can't be honest. You'd be surprised. You'd be surprised with this. This son of a gun will say. Yeah, you know, you know how it goes, Don. I do. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know what working for Mr. Hubbard is like, but I do know uh, what working for anyone is like and so in this business we do have to bite our tongues from time to time sometimes it's very hard isn't it (laughs) (laughs) you want to you want to come back from a a sound bite of a politician whether it's left or right and go what a dumbass (laughs) (laughs) see i'd watch that news i'd watch that i know i've often 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 thought that 
people would, and it's kind of what the Daily Show did a yeah. little bit back in the day. I really feel like people would respond positively to us. I mean, again, this wouldn't be a journalism product. This would be an entertainment product, uh, much like what The Daily Show was. But when somebody says something and they're full of shit, then you just call them out for being. Absolutely. Go on with you. I would watch and listen to that uh, newscast any day. Now, here was an idea that uh, uh, on a job that I did not get. Uh, KTVU in uh, San Francisco uh, asked me to come out and uh, audition for a uh, anchor role and a news director role. The person said, uh, do you have any ideas to uh, freshen up a newscast? And I said, and I'm telling you the truth here, Chris, puppet news. And he said, pardon me? (laughs) Puppet news. Puppet news. It's like a fever dream. (laughs) And he said, well, what would that look like? And I said, well, you get a a guy to be anchoring, but he has a puppet in his hand. As one does. And it would be seen that he is actually doing the puppet. It would not be hidden like the Muppets. It would be a, a, a puppet that could talk. And, and a ventriloquist, uh, he would be a, a normal anchor, but he would have uh, skills at ventriloquism. And uh, so <laughs> the anchor would say, um, and that was the uh, comment today by the uh, Speaker of the uh, House of Representatives. And the puppet would go, that was bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> And, it would, and then they would chastise. He would chastise. We are professionals. Come on, you can't say that about a, a politician, elected official of the United Sacco. Yeah, <laughs> Sacco, we are on live TV right now. Is that his name? Yeah, Sacco. I assume oh, so. Yeah. I thought you said fucko. Oh, no, so. no, no. <laughs> You're still on TV, Don. That's right. You Come are on, on broadcast yeah. TV. But anyway, I made puppet news and. Uh, and the interview lasted uh, till the end of my conversation about puppet news. He was like, how quickly? Thank, thank you very much for coming in all the way from Houston, Texas, to uh, have this conversation with me that lasted five minutes. Um, have a nice trip back. <laughs> he was like, I can't wait to get this out. You know how many people he called in his office probably, after you that? You can't believe you the guy came not. in. I thought he was somebody. And he pitched puppet news. And he almost took off his own sock to prove it. It was <laughs> so awkward. I also had, Chris, I had an idea on another interview. I He said, what would you... <laughs> These are true stories. He, was, he said, any ideas on how you might change the newscast? And I said, hat news. <laughs> hat, hat news. And he said, what? And I said, yeah. But so on the uh, behind the anchor is a... A big, giant, old-timey rack of different hats, and and for every (laughs) star. So if you're doing the house fire, you put the fireman's hat on, and and (laughs) this is conversation is over. I go, God, if you guys just had the foresight to see the incredible, miraculous ideas that I'm presenting here. And I now I know 
these would kill on cable TV. Yes. You did any they one of would those absolutely on, kill. If you did any one of those things on TikTok and turned it into something that was consistent and consistent content that was out there, I guarantee that any of those things would have millions of viewers. Yes. Okay, well, yes. at some point, after like the 40th interview of you throwing a noun in front of the word news, did you ever realize <laughs> this is not working out well? Cat news. How about? I'm just picturing you getting like escorted out of the building. You're like, you're going to regret this. <laughs> you're gonna news is going to be bigger than all of you. Puppet news will run this town. <laughs> you're all blind. <laughs> I like the inner monologue of the the puppet. That would just yeah, be super funny. Yeah, yeah. I I just I I think particularly now too, everyone's trying to reinvent what what this is because it's not appealing to this. It's not appealing to that. It's too negative. It's too this. Like whatever it is, I do think that there is something to be said to have something that's a news product that is completely out of the normal like yeah. wh whatever yeah. it might be um i mean you just see it you see people's consumption it's 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 different you know it, it's a it's a different world we live in now but yeah well uh i feel like chris eggert's going to a meeting after this and is like you guys how about guys hat news but like change it a little bit cap news <laughs> You're going to love this. Trust me. Jacket news. Just, just the entire time I'm putting on jackets, Different taking jackets. them off, taking them off. That's it. And then Chris Eggert's going to come back on Friday and be like, so Don, do you have any extra work I can do? Yeah. Um, you want to get that taken off? Get out on one of those productions at the Chanhassen Dinner Theater because right. I no longer work in I television. Got, I got some extra time on my hands. Well, I, what is the news today? Yeah, Chris, give it to us. Uh, well, I, guess I have an update to a very um, story that kind of took us down the rabbit hole the other day. Uh, Armstrong High School was closed the last couple of days because they had this giant sewage backup. Uh, any guesses what might have been in the sewer system that caused such a mess? Tampons. Raccoon. Uh, reusable wipes or non-flushable uh, wipes. I cannot confirm that it might not have been feminine products slash yes! wipes. Yes. Really? But oh. there's something else that's oh. trendier and really popular in the high schools these days. Vapes. Winner. Yes. Pew, 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 pew. Bing, 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 bing. Wow. Tampons in vapes. That's my leg. <laughs> uh, the, the number one culprit, they said it was vape vape stuff that have been flushed down the toilet and that's what caused the big backup i believe it everybody your kids are vaping everybody anytime you think a kid isn't vaping assume they're vaping they yeah. all love to vape yeah. i like to call them robot penises because it looks really funny just to call them that because they're holding these giant like robotic things and it kind of adds like the idea of being less cool but all of them are secretly vaping because they don't smell as much yeah i i would like to think not every single high school student is vaping. But I do know that it's a big problem in the high schools and the schools are having a hard time trying to police it. They can't be in the bathroom every moment of every day. So it, it's definitely something that uh, schools are dealing with these days for sure, on top of everything else, by the way. So. Here's the thing I think, um, a misapprehension of what Brittany was trying to say. 
she wasn't saying that every high school person vapes. She's saying if you think your child is not vaping, he or she is. Yeah. So that is uh, actually on the parents. You're deciding not high school students, but parents. Yeah. So if your parent mindset is my child does not vape, they do. Yeah, Chris. And if the rest of them go, my child vapes, uh, I'm pretty sure he vapes, maybe they don't. Yeah. Maybe they don't. So there you go. There's a little bit of homework for all your parents. I, as soon as Gogo comes back from daycare, I'm checking everywhere. Checking that diaper, make sure there's no vape. I'm the kind of parent, I've decided already she's guilty. I'm getting madder as we're having this conversation. She's just ripping darts at preschool. Girl. She does come back in a certain kind of agitated me uh, mood, so like maybe yeah. there's something to it. She doesn't have her vape pen. She has it hidden in daycare. Balls wore off. I know. <laughs> have you ever it seen happens. somebody looking for their vape? You guys are probably a little oh. older for that. Like, oh yeah, AJ, of course you have. The panic that ensues when somebody is searching for their vape. It's a blind rage. It's a blind rage is exactly it. They see nothing. They become the Hulk. They can bust through doors and walls. And like all of a sudden, your personal space does not matter. They're looking under you aggressively. You you are enemy number one. You are. If you are empty out your pockets. Exactly. Yeah. Wow. I didn't know vape rage was such a thing. Yeah. Well, I'm running a 5K for it today. Vape rage. <laughs> to raise awareness for yeah. it. Or, yeah. Okay. Raise yeah. awareness. Just for awareness. It. Yeah. yeah. We're not trying to do anything about it yet. Just know about it. That's just it. to know. That's just, next year. Are we trending on social media yet with hashtag vape rage? Yeah, you can or, just do VR, and we'll just hope that there's nobody else that took that. I'm sure or, VR is or free. Are we? Are we? Are we? Have we established whether we're pro or anti vape rage? I'm not ready to commit. I think the puppet was going to help me really sort through all this. <laughs> this could be the first <laughs> morning show. <laughs> Oh, ahead, we can set history. Yeah, this could be the first morning show podcast that ever denounces vape rage. I don't think anybody's ever done that yet. I think you're right. Do you want to? Do you want to make history? No. <laughs> well, well uh, because I don't give a shit. I'm on record. Okay. As being against vape rage. Wow. Okay. First, first, Meryl Streep's a good actress, yeah, go and on. now thank you. You don't thank like you vape rage, Todd. Don, can I follow up on that? Are you against vape rage, the rage itself, or are you against vaping? Uh, vape rage. Oh, Just okay. the rage. Just yes. the rage that ensues. Yeah. Also, you so guys, does that we mean might... you're pro vaping. I, I, you know, that's a very tricky question, Chris. <laughs> He's not ready to come. And it's, it's a bullshit question. <laughs> You've painted me into a corner. You monster. It's a, a goddamn bias that you people show. You. It's <laughs> fake news, and uh, that is not what I said. Oh, the puppet oh, talking. Chris's now. puppet's Did back. It, it, the Solo. puppet say bullshit. What is that, Doctor <laughs> <laughs> Sacco's back. <laughs> Um, also, we might have to change the name because it does sound like we're excited about, like, vape taking over. Like, oh, it's all the rage. Somebody, like, somebody's going to think there's a vape rave. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yes. I'd go to that. <laughs> Just okay, big did, old clouds. You never told us, Chris, did they get the toilets under? Did kids get to go to school? Yeah, they got they got everything taken care of, oh, and uh, back back to school today for Armstrong High School students. So yeah. oh good, yep. I'm sure they're very happy about that. I'm sure they're like and dumping I'm, all their uh, vapes down the toilet again. It's uh, it, I mean, 
it, it really is a concerning issue in the high schools. I, I maybe I, I think more people are aware of it than you think, Brittany, as a parent of high schoolers. Yeah. I think, you know, or I mean, I think you assume everybody's doing everything. Yeah. And the high school that's wrong. But, um, you know, I would just say Marlboro Reds a lot easier to flush. A lot easier to flush. <laughs> also look cooler going on record than a robot penis you put up to your face. Get those new parts out. <laughs> yeah. You can, especially if you know how to fold them in your sleeve. Ooh, zooey mama. Is, Chris, when you're reporting the story, uh, I would just advise you, after my uh, uh, 55 years of experience of uh, writing stories, uh, to not uh, use the word robot penis. Uh, I will take note of that, yeah, just I'm just experience being here. And as somebody who's yeah. had at least a random amount of five to eight years of broadcasting, I would say commit to robot penis <laughs> if you want to get everyone's attention. <laughs> and also make it the opposite of derogare. So people go, is that what I look like? Yeah. I look like I'm a biting yeah. a robot penis Yeah, here? like that's what I'm trying to spread. So you guys, I will have a legacy. And you it will. will be you, you may wipe out the whole idea of vaping. I mean, we could go robo, different word. But, like, I think we got to stick to robo-penis um, because you, you don't know you this. You're afraid really... to say cock? You can't say of cock? course I'm afraid to say cock. <laughs> <laughs> I, feel like that, I feel like there's already a spinoff movie for that. Don <laughs> <laughs> is off the rails. <laughs> when Tom's away, Mr. Shelby will play. I've never me that. Am I? I guess I am. You know, I've really got to reflect. Here I think I'm this no, brave. No, you already crossed that line because you said, of course I'm afraid to I say know, cock. I like, I can't wait to explain to my husband this conversation I had. It's so funny. Oh of course I, I wouldn't go on the record for saying cock. Never. Not when there's a live mic near me. Oh, man. Oh, Chris, I'm so sorry. Chris, do you ever report out uh, this conversation to your colleagues? Uh, I often, Megan and I will have a couple of minutes before we start the nine o'clock show. And if something comes up, we'll talk about it. Like, um, in fact, yesterday was one of those days, Don, because we talked about um, what do you do if one of your coworkers appears to have um, gone to the bathroom in their pants and they're not aware of it. Oh, shat themselves. Them? Yeah. Yes. That's a technical them, term. Yeah. yeah. Or do you tell them or do you let them go throughout the day without telling them? And so... Megan being the person I work with the closest with here, we had that conversation uh, again, which we've had several times. And uh, yeah, so sometimes the conversation does get carried over into the newscast. And I wish I had been part of that conversation because there's a story, Pat Miles and I, uh, when we were anchoring together, uh, we would we were obsessed with breath mints. And there was a thing called velament back in the Oh, day. yeah, I remember, remember those. Remember velament? Mm-hmm. Well... We did not know. We, we downed uh, like uh, five uh, uh, every 10 minutes to keep yeah. our breath fresh. Anyway, um, didn't realize it until too late that it contained sorbitol, which is, uh, causes diarrhea. So Pat and I go to do the 6 o'clock news. And uh, I'm I'm feeling rumblings. I am oh, feeling no. the rumblings. I am feeling the 
the liquid rumbling, not the, any, it's bubbling. Oh. I do not, I do not, I, I wonder, God, I wonder if Pat's feeling the same way. Uh, well, maybe not because I maybe ate something. Pat didn't eat the same thing I ate. So. so we go to the first commercial break after six minutes, and she goes, read my part. I've got to go shit. And then she ran off the set. And was gone in the toilet. Oh, my God. <laughs> and I had to do the show solo until she came back completely fagged out. Just uh, She was weak. She had completely rid herself of all of her... Uh, any sort of substance water, that's ever been in her body. Anything was in her body, left her body. Yeah. And she uh, performed the rest of the show in a weakened state. But... Um, <laughs> She nearly, on the air, shat herself. Well, what about you? Oh, you did the goodness. show trembling. I, d- I did, but I, I have, uh, I had an uh, incredibly strong sphincter muscle. Yeah, everyone actually knows that about you, Don. Yeah. That's the way you right. right. It's on your Wikipedia. I, it's called a snapping done. turtle. I can bite <laughs> shit off with that thing. Anyway. <laughs> Because I have chewed, I have chewed more upholstery out of seats uh, with my uh, butthole, uh, but <laughs> at, at movies, at whatever. People don't even invite you at. over. Oh anymore. no, no, no! They I say ruin you sit on this couch. It's, it's the opposite yeah. of, of sh- sh- leaving a spot yeah. and uh, shatting. You bring the spot it, with you, you. You just suck up whatever. It can be leather. It can be oh. anything. I can oh. just suck it right up into We're my very, anus. We get it. We're very impressed. Okay. This is a big flex. <laughs> so I was able to last it out, but only. And then I had to run as soon as the newscast was over. And then this I is... ended up uh, being weakened. You guys were like both. Like Pat Miles. Yeah. Oh, Ooh. my. Imagine Pat, Pat Miles running off yelling, I have to shit is going to be <laughs> hopefully the last thought I have before sweet release of death. Like, that is, especially because all we know her is just so put together. Like, I love that. Chris, did you find out what Megan wants, though? That's, that's like, a big question in my mind. Like, you were supposed, he was supposed to find out, we, we had to find out what he wanted if he shit himself, if he'd want somebody to tell him. Did you find out uh, what your coworker Megan wants? I believe she did want to be informed. Okay. Yeah. Also, will you never include my name in these things? Because I really want Megan to, like, she's just so, I, like, the pedestal I put her on, I don't want her to know I have these, like, these talks with you guys. Yeah, I'll make sure you're on that, you'll remain on that pedestal, Brittany. No, I put her on a pedestal. Yeah, I know, but I won't shame you. Thank you, thank you. Don't worry. I mean, even though her first encounter with you was she (laughs) thought you were trying to break into the Five Eyewitness News fence and sneak your family into the fair on our bus. Yeah, yeah. There's no reason why, and that you look disheveled, and there's no reason why she should not think highly of you. Thank you. I appreciate it. I haven't thought about that 400 times when she goes, you do work yeah. here, right? I said, yes. <laughs> I know I don't look at it. I swear. Yeah, yeah. she was, oh, I think she's so cool. And now that's going to give me anxiety for the rest of my life. No big deal. Besides Armstrong, what is your lead? You're uh, today we are kind of talking about the city of St. Paul's trying to figure out whether they're going to allow smoking, um, uh, cannabis, cigarettes, and hemp in public. And there's all kinds of uh, back and forth about that because public spaces and obviously legalization 
And there was a big hearing last night and they're talking about it again today. So that that was and you know, we're going to hear more of that all around the state as yeah. legalization becomes, you know, more uh, more prevalent and more of these places are able to actually start selling the legal cannabis. So I would say St. Paul will be one of many of these places where they'll be having this conversation. So do they have a quick and easy way to test drivers then or is that still a blood test? Uh, that to my knowledge is a whole different realm of complexity to actually be able to test somebody for, um, unless Don knows otherwise, I, I, because they've got to be able to have enough, they've got to have enough suspicion, even from like looking at someone to be able to figure out whether or not they think they're, um, intoxicated. And then I do think it does take a blood test. There's no, like, yeah, there's no instant thing like a breathalyzer to be able to test for, you know, driving under the influence of cannabis. So that's, that's one of the big things that, you know, people against legalization are worried about because it's not as, it's not as detectable when people are driving and God bless the roads are dangerous enough as they are. Right. Like with people texting and all kinds of things. So that's, that's a whole nother deal. Yeah. A good thing for everybody, though, when you get really high, you don't even make it to the car. So at least there's that. <laughs> I'm just I saying. Can't imagine, I can't imagine trying to drive in that state. No, I mean, you're still in your mind folding socks from that one time. Yeah, Don, I shared the story once when I had my um, leg amputated several years ago. I was having such severe nerve pain and whatever the doctors were trying to prescribe me wasn't really working. So I went to and got the the permit to be able to try medical marijuana. Yeah. And I tried it a couple times, nothing. It didn't help the nerve pain. And then the third time I tried it, it really worked. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know that feeling. And I sat at my kitchen table and folded laundry for what felt like was 12 hours straight. And I decided, I don't think this is the right thing for me. I feel that. Like, I feel that on such a visceral level. That's very relatable. It just went on and on and on and on and on. I had a similar experience. I was in New York and and had a bunch of buddies, three, and they decided to go out and get some slice or whatever. And we had a bag, I would say a... 14 gallon uh, white plastic trash bag okay. full of weed. Right? Dang, no, that's not casual. Yeah. That's yeah, not no, relatable. No, this, 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 this is you know, probably a 50 year sentence if I'm caught with it. Oh my God. And they didn't want to take it with them, so we leave it in the deal. But I smoked up some, I'm, I'm so I get the paranoia going. Uh, yeah. And, and, and I, I'm alone in this uh, apartment, and uh, I know there's a crackdown on drugs. And uh, so I lock the door. And it's, uh, it's New York, so it's got five bolts. Yeah. And I come back, and I get on the couch, and uh, I'm zoning out. And uh, I think to myself, if these fuckers come back... They're going to bang on the door because they can't get in. And that will alert the police and they will come in and find all the dope. Uh, So I got up and I unlocked all the 
the intricate, doors. Yeah, locks. And I went back and I got in the couch and I went, I got a 14 gallon bag of <laughs> weed here. And if I fall asleep, somebody comes in and steals this bag of dope. I'm going to. So I got up and locked the doors again. <laughs> okay. I'll skip ahead. 14 times oh my. I got up and locked the door and unlocked the door before the people came back. I can, I, can, I think it would be so Com- funny to see. Completely paranoid human being. I would be so amazing to see a video of that just in fast, <laughs> just going back and forth, <laughs> thinking that through. That's exactly what was happening with the socks and the towels yeah. and the underwear. Yeah, you get obsessed. That day. You, you, I was like, fold them this way and blah, 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 blah. And then. That's not right. Wait, Let me do that's that not again. The way my wife folds no. them. I better do that again. And like I was like stuck in yeah. this. Stuck in a loop. And a loop of hell <laughs> yes, too, yes. out of all things Perfect. to be doing laundry. <laughs> and yeah, she'll so find that out. That was the end of that for me. Well, Chris, uh, again, make sure that you convey to Megan that we are nothing but professionals. We're very put Obviously. together and we yes. are not trying to break into a bus or a building. Um, have a great day. We're excited to see you tomorrow and have a great yep. show. Puppet yeah, News right. and Robocock. Oh, thanks, Chris. You're the best. News is brought to you by Mr. Money Talk, Josh Arnold. Call Josh for your free 48-minute financial evaluation. I don't know if Josh wants his name attached to that one, (laughs) but that's what you get. All right, we'll be right back on the Tom Bernard podcast. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. I'm sure glad the miserable heat dome is now behind us, I'll tell you that. Fall may be just the best part of summer. Along with the cooler, shorter fall days, it's one of the best times in Minnesota for landscape plantings. ProTurf did my landscape this spring. Rick had some great ideas for my yard, and they can do the same for yours. A good fall established planting is much more likely to survive a summer drought the following year. A ProTurf certified landscape designer can help you design a landscape that not only looks nice, but will also increase the value of your home. Fall is not only a great time to plant, but also a great time for hardscape patios, walkways, and retaining walls. ProTurf is a Minnesota original, family-owned business since 1982. If the weeds in your lawn are out of control, fall is the best time to get a head start for next year. Let them put together a three- to five-step program that is safe, effective, and guarantees results. If you want the best landscape on the block, ProTurf is ready to give you your free landscape or lawn estimate and analysis. Visit ProfessionalTurf.com and click Estimates for lawn care landscaping or schedule an irrigation service visit. Is that text you're sending so important that you missed your turn? Is that text you're sending so important that you ran the red light? Is that text you're sending so important you didn't see the ball coming onto the road or the child that followed? Hi, I'm Mike Bryant from Bradshaw and Bryant. When you take your eyes off the road for even four seconds, your vehicle travels 100 yards. That's the entire length of a football field. If you absolutely have to text, you need to pull off the road somewhere safe and do it from there. Texting and driving is against the law and can cause serious injury or even death to you and others. Now that is important. We hope you're never injured in a collision, but if you are, please contact us. Find Bradshaw and Bryant, personal injury attorneys at minnesotapersonalinjury.com. Going farther with Mike Bryant on your side, seeking justice for the injured. Bradshaw and Bryant. There's plenty of thoughts that come into your head when you think the name Killebrew. 
Of course, there's the Minnesota baseball legend, Harmon, who was responsible for many a favorite memory at the old Met Stadium in Bloomington, and many a baseball that ended up in the stands and in the gloves of adoring fans from his home runs. There's Killebrew Drive, the legendary road that connects Highway 77 to the Mall of America, and a day of shopping you'll never forget. My current thoughts for the name Killebrew is fun floats in our kitchen with my kids and grandkids. A cool, refreshing break in between innings at Target or CHS Field. Or maybe a perfect sunset paired with a sweet, frothy beverage after fishing or on your favorite walleye lake. Killebrew Root Beer and Cream Soda. Grab a six-pack at a grocery or convenience store near you. I'm Tom Bernard. This summer, enjoy the one Killebrew Root Beer and Cream Soda. Your family will love Minnesota-made Killebrew Old-Fashioned Root Beer and Cream Soda. Then cheer on the fun. Take it from me, Ken Herbeck, Killebrew. It's how memories are created and legends are made. 